Well, here we are at the end of 2021. Are any of you all tired? I mean, that's what we were this time last year, right? After a year like 2020, most everyone, and I'm thinking about me, was tired. And here we are another year later. And many of us are tired. Not just tired physically, but tired mentally, tired emotionally, tired spiritually. Well, if you are tired, I've got some good advice for you. If you're tired physically, mentally, or emotionally, get some rest, sleep in, get some exercise, eat well. I mean, good sleep, good food, physical activity does wonders for the mind and body. You know that. I know that. But if you're tired spiritually, if you are exhausted, fatigued, drained, worn out, and weary when it comes to your relationship with God, well, I've got a word for you as well. But it's not advice. It's news. Really good news. You see, one way to understand the Bible is to see it as promises made and promises kept. And one of the promises we find in the Bible is the promise of rest. Does that sound like a good promise? The promise of rest. Now, in the Bible, we see that the promise of rest is made by Jesus and the promise of rest is kept by Jesus. Well, here's the promise. Some of you, many of you, all of you may be familiar with it. It's found in Matthew 11. Listen to these words of Jesus. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This promise is made and kept again and again and again as the promise encounters faith, as the promise meets belief and trust. Now, in order for us to respond to the invitation and answer the call to come to Jesus, Jesus, of course, first had to come to us. And that is what we've been hearing about and singing about this evening. We're we're reading about and hearing about and singing about the, the first advent of Jesus Christ, the coming of the eternal Son of God in the flesh. Now, in view of this wonderful promise of Jesus to be given rest and to find rest, I want to draw our attention to the beginning of the gospel according to John. Uh, In particular, I want to focus on a few verses that I read just a moment ago, verses 9 through 13. Let's listen to these words once again. The true light which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. 
He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Well, let's make a few brief observations of what we see here in our text. We see that Jesus, the true light, is not recognized by the world. Not only is he not recognized by the world, he's not even received by his own people. He's rejected by those closest to him. He's rejected, as it were, by his family. But that's not the end of the story. Because while Jesus is ignored by the irreligious, those people who want to be their own Lord, and he's resisted by the religious, those people who want to be their own Savior, he's nonetheless, and we heard it, he's nonetheless received by a third group of people what some of the early church fathers began to call the third race, a new humanity, an international fellowship of rescued and redeemed people. Jesus, you see, is received. He is welcomed by those who believed in his name, that is, who trust both in his person, who he is, and in his work, what he did. As he is received, People become what they were not previously. They become children of God. Children who were born not as a result of anything man could do, but rather born only through the all-powerful and completely good work of God. To believe in his name means to receive Jesus, and to receive Jesus means to become a child of God. And when you're a child of God, you have God as your father and you have the church That is the body of Christ as your family. Those who have believed in Jesus have received Jesus. And those who have received Jesus have been given rest by him. And they have found rest in him. Remember earlier when I said that we see the promise kept? The promise is kept when the the promise of rest encounters faith. Not faith in what you could do. Not faith in what somebody else can do, but but rather faith in Jesus. And in view of Jesus' promise to rest and John's description here of receiving Jesus, here's a good answer to the question, what is faith in Jesus Christ? Faith in Jesus Christ is a saving grace whereby, hear these words, we receive And we rest upon him alone for salvation as he's offered in the gospel. And the truth of the gospel, the good news, is that a right and restored relationship with God doesn't come when you achieve something of your own making. But rather it comes when you receive what you could never do for yourself when you receive what God has provided for you in Jesus Christ. Put simply, the gospel, the good news, is charity. 
Because only those who know that they are poor and desperate want a gift that is freely offered. Only those who admit that they are spiritually tired, worn out, exhausted, due to attempting to save themselves through their own efforts, can see the gift, the gift of rest in Jesus. My friends, the call to come to Jesus and to be given rest and to find rest is still being made and it's still being heard. Jesus really does make it all about him. You see, no one can be neutral when it comes to Jesus. He is either rejected or he's received. And there's no rest for those who reject him. But for those who receive him, the promise of rest that is made is the promise of rest that is kept. Indeed, one of the early church fathers, Augustine, knows us very well because he he got to know himself very well. And this is what he wrote in his autobiographical book, The Confessions of St. Augustine. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. Let's listen to that again. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. May all of us here Come and keep coming back to Jesus as he calls us to find in him what can be found nowhere else. Rest. Rest for our sin-sick and burdened and heavy-laden souls. My friends, this is the good news of the gospel. Receiving and resting in Jesus alone. Well, may this season that we're in now be a time of deep and soul-satisfying rest. Not rushing around, but resting in Jesus. And as we look back at his first advent, and as we look forward to his second advent, and as we live by faith in this time between the already and not yet, May the song that we sing in our hearts sound something like this. Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our sins and fears release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Amen. Please join me now in standing to sing Silent Night, Holy Night, hymn number 210 in the Trinity Hymnal.